a little place, a little place called Aspen. This is the gondola cast with Andrew Wicks. and uh, legend Aiden Sheehan. What's your story, dude? Where you come from? I'm from Ohio originally. Moved out here about three years ago for school. I go to University of Denver right now, but parents have a place in Carbondale, so I've been coming here. I mean, I've been coming here my whole life, but I probably got, I think I got 65 days here alone last year. Nice. And then Copper Mountain, a lot of days there. They always kill it with the park, too. We're, we're here after a nearly foot of snow, so you definitely don't want to be in copper. No, definitely <laughs> not. And copper is looking a little hairy on snow this year, too. Is I it? was there a couple, I'm sure couple days out. ago. Yeah, they're probably decent. Torn Aiden, what's popping? What what, what Yo, do you got on the, on the phone? What are the tunes? Uh, I got an ad right now, unfortunately, because I'm listening to SoundCloud. But uh, King Super's ad? Travis Scott. Whenever this ad is over, does Target get upset if you get King Supers ads? No, no, we've we've long since departed our relationship, but I'm forever grateful. Uh -huh. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, just just got up here and a couple laps, you know, a couple lefts, couple rights, couple lefts, couple rights. Yeah. So coming off another horrendous injury, we skied last week and amazingly impressive your resilience and the way you can get back in the swing of things what uh what motivates you to take such incredible beatings and come back to the sport you love <laughs> um i mean i suppose just the love for it but i'd say more so just you know doing it the risk you take some of that stuff happens you know and I'm not gonna let it stop me. It's my passion. It's what I do for a living, and it's what my whole life revolves around. So, um, you know, the injuries are unfortunate, especially this past one. But uh, I'm never gonna let something like that stop me. You know. Good. Does it ever? Does the? Do you feel like you're able to approach it clear-headed, or because it has been so much of your life, does the pressure feel very? kind of all surrounding, all encompassing? Um, I'd say it's really situational, the pressure and, and everything around it because of the life I live. Skiing at home is kind of the best part though, you know, because regardless of, you know, if people look up to you or if you feel pressure, 
for the most part, I surround myself with peers and friends and people that I looked up to. So, um, <clears throat> skiing at home is the best, you know, it's pressure free. It's not a contest. There's not a lot of people watching and get to come do what I love. So I'd say, uh, my best days of skiing, are usually sitting on this gondola right here and just taking laps with the boys. Like if, if it wasn't very authentic, your drive and your love for skiing, there's no way you'd be able to, you know, battle the type of things you battled. So just an absolute pleasure to be out there last week and knowing what you had to deal with last year, just trying to keep up with you, myself <laughs> as a as a healthy human being. Mr. Sheehan, just drink a little morning cider to get the, the yep. blood warmed up. Yep. Get your vitamins and minerals in. Mm -hmm. I like apple juice, yep. A man, uh, a local mountain man. Also combining your passions for music and skiing. Indeed. And where has where is that path taking you these days? Uh, it's been great. I've just uh, been working on coaching skiing and producing electronic music. Um, I it's been about four years of working on music and it's been super fun. I've been playing at the Belly Up and Denver at the uh, Black Box, but um, still trying to ski and uh, use skiing as an art form. Make my skiing unique and just try to make it look good. You're teaching some some little groms. Teaching the groms. Yep. Yep, getting out there and uh, trying to share my knowledge of skiing and uh, skiing's cool because something something someone told me about skiing is that it helps you get good at everything else because you kind of learn to control your whole entire body. You're using your whole body in the sport. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of skiers end up being really good at other uh, crafts and sports as well. So that's why I got in music. So you're trying to help facilitate that new generation. Do you have any coaches growing up that you really that helps you get into that place, that ability to use your whole mind and body? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I was working with a uh, coach when I was young on the Summit County freestyle team when I used to live in Breckenridge, or I used to live in Boulder, but I skied at Breckenridge. Uh, Chris Hawks was super cool. Um, he uh, he kind of led me into the sport of skiing and showed me the way. and. Um, yeah, it was great. I, I think a coach is a very valuable thing in the sport, as much as it's a great thing to just ski by yourself, um, and that you kind of can get a different perspective on your own skiing. I think that I think that in skiing, to get better, you're really just, you're watching videos, you're copying people, but making it your own, and then you're also, you know, if you have a coach, they can, if they have experience, they can give you their uh, personal opinion on what they see could be better with your skiing, but... Um, yeah, a coach and watching skiing, that's pretty much how I got good at skiing. Great, creating memories. Yeah. So we're on the gondola. What is your weirdest memories from being on a gondola in this town? <laughs> got any weird coming down from the monster parties or... Yeah, I'd say yeah, weirdest times are definitely just coming here at night. I don't even know. All kinds of random shit. Maybe a little R-rated, not for the... <laughs> not for the children. I didn't sit on the gondola with him, but I sat on the gondola behind Wiz Khalifa once. Oh, yeah. Oh. Up to the monster party. I don't know. He seemed like a chiller. I bet he's pretty chill. Yeah. Have you ever seen him on the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah, once, I think. He seemed like a pretty smart guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He knows what he wants, you know. I think that's the most important thing. 
knows what he wants, he's getting it, and he's doing what he loves for a living, so we gotta respect that. What celebrities have you ever ridden up the gondola with? Uh, <clears throat> dude, I mean, boring. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Wallace. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anybody I've ridden the gondola with. I feel That's like it. I've ridden the gondola with some, some people around here that might not be a celebrity or like a big figure, but um, you know, little do you know, they're probably like on the Forbes 500. Like, oh, oh yeah, you oh, know. Like, yesterday, I rode up with someone on the lift, and they were calculating bar tabs. Little did I know, they're adding up like four thousand, five thousand, <laughs> seven thousand, like two thousand, and then the final number was like in the twenties. 30s maybe <laughs> and i figured out that that was their bar tab from some business retreat i'm just like Jeez. wow oh, yeah <laughs> at the jerome dude balling hard big money flowing around here for sure <laughs> that's what makes it a unique ski town yeah there's the such Athens, a clash between has got that yeah. <laughs> do you feel like we're pushing out the ski bum though or do you feel that the ski bum is still alive in that oh the ski bum is still alive it's just you gotta <laughs> you gotta work for high mountain taxi or something <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there will be a ski bum culture in, in let's say, 15 years on Aspen? I'm yeah. certain. Yeah. Yeah. Certain, definitely. definitely. It's definitely harder to find housing, for sure, for somebody who's living that lifestyle. And parking. goes without saying. But I, I don't hey, think it'll ever leave, yeah. you know? Yeah. It'll never leave. Like, even if there's a few less... It's it's just the culture. It'll never leave, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it's the best. It gets a little harder to do, and it's you got to be a little more strategic. But you know, you got to respect the grind to be able to do it. Is Ajax your choice of hill on a 12-inch day? Yes. Yeah, I think so. When do you go Highlands or Snowmass on these type of days? Mm, well, if you got people who can drive three in a car, I'll go park at Highlands. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> snowmass parking sucks too. But I'd go to snowmass in the afternoon because usually they open like the fun stuff later. So or everyone is in Aspen and Ajax, and yeah. snowmass is a great day after pow. I mean, I oh, prefer yeah, exactly. going to snowmass. I'm not really, not really lines either. day after pow. I'm not a big fan of like the super low, like get in line, first chair, Ajax shred. I mean, I live it's down valley, so yeah, tough. I don't want to deal with the traffic. I'll come ski whatever opens, but snow mask goes hard though, like when things open. Oh yeah. Well, we'll try and get you a discount at the W Aspen for the for the 12, 12 inch days, so you can be yeah, right up here. That'd be sick. You did buy a house in the valley a few years ago. Congratulations on that. It's gotta be pretty cool to really grow some roots here and call it your own. A little bit of the American dream. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked. It's I'm super lucky to be able to. But uh, yeah, my like sink broke this week, and my dishwasher. Ooh, homeowner responsibilities. My gutters fell off. <laughs> so you know, like I'm I'm feel like I'm maturing because of it. <laughs> yeah, you're maturing because of more household work. I suppose. I don't know. It's all good. It's fun. I live with the boys too. Who uh, who lives with you at the moment? Uh, Chase De Milner. He's been living with me for like four years. It's always fun times with him. He's a character. One of the best snowboarders probably to ever come out of the Aspen Snowmass area. Oh, dude. Yes. Is that like a... He's an a, animal. Is that something that you... The badge you have to have to live in your house? You gotta be just... No, Nasty no. on the hill so everyone's <laughs> on the same page. Yeah, yeah Christian lives there. He's a <laughs> master fly fisherman. But yeah, then yeah, Christian Hill also lives in my house. So I got two fly fishing guides. So they, you know... 
they work their ass off in the summer and they make it work to snowboard in the winter, you know? Nice. They're living the life they want to and working hard in the summer and, um, I don't know. You got to respect, uh, the grind to be able to like live and constantly ski in this town. You were saying you had some ideas, some plans for this winter in terms of maybe filming or putting together little events here. What? Yeah. What's on your mind for the winter? What do you got going on? Uh, I got a little different schedule than a, a usual winter for me. Um, not really doing any contests this year. Kind of just easing back into things after the injury this past year is pretty traumatic. So I'm uh, kind of just sticking to filming a movie. I'm going to be working with um, Jossie Wells and a few other people and traveling all around the world filming pow skiing. So. You know, a little softer landings, a little uh, more tries than a half pipe run, and um, I don't know, it's something I've been wanting to do for some time, but uh, be able to kind of do it without feeling bad of missing contests this year, you know? Sure. I'm, I'm super hyped, actually. I've, I've kind of never been more excited going into a year, to be honest. Nice. Back in the day, you were known to have a crush on the Harry Potter girl. <laughs> oh, but Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah. We all did. You all did. You guys were all known to have a very tribal crush on the poor girl of Hermione Granger. Not poor. We're actually very yeah, poor in comparison. So. I don't think she's very poor. No. But you've got a, a long-term relationship, someone you're very committed with. You guys seem to have a great thing going on. Um, so that being said, you couldn't choose her to be your next celebrity ride in the gondola. <laughs> who, who are you hoping to catch a ride with this, this winter? Other than the legends we're accompanied by today. Um, I don't know. Somebody interesting, you know? I don't just want to be, like, starstruck because somebody's in movies. Somebody, uh, I don't know, man. I can't even You think. can go into politics if you're not in a, you know? No, no. You, want, you really want to see Rudy Giuliani? No. I mean, <laughs> dude, I have no clue. Like... Literally no clue. Typical, a humble servant of the ski world. I'd like it to be a surprise and ride with somebody that I would never would have expected. Yeah. And had an idea of what they might be like. And then the ride with them totally would skew my previous thoughts, thinking they were either, you know, like not humble or super big headed because they're a movie star. And then turns out to be one of the coolest people you've ever met. That's who I want to ride with, and I don't care who. Nice. In 20 words or less, we are reaching the top. You, your best advice to someone moving to the valley on how to make it work. 20 oh. words or less. Well, chase your passion, because that's probably why you're moving here, to do something outside. But work. You got to work, you know? You got to work a nine to five on the come up. Work hard. Zach, as a, someone who's had to battle lots of traffic from the front range, your best <laughs> secret getting up here? Uh, do it on Thursday <laughs> at night. Yeah. But just try to stay here as long as you can because it's the best. That was it. Gondola cast episode one. We had Tornator Wallace, Aiden Sheehan, and our man Zach. Keep it locked. Get some pow turns in. We just recorded the first one.
And I'm happy to be here in the second podcast, baby. What's your name, man? We're here with I'm Chase DeMelner. I'm a snowboarder from the valley here. It's a powder day at Aspen. Ten inches of snow, baby! Were you plowing this morning, I hear? Yeah, I was up early. We drank our coffee, me and tea in the kitchen. Got the plowing, you know, made some money before getting out of the Gandhi at nine. It was a quality, quality day so far. We actually spoke about you on the first episode of Run Ago. What was spoken? That you live with Torrin. Yeah, it's a good spot. <laughs> and that you are the you're the best dishwasher. Am I? Probably not. <laughs> are, you, are you talking? Are you uh, talking trash on, on episode one of the podcast? We talked about how much of a beauty you are. Yeah, I do my dishes, especially when he's in town. When Dad's out of town, yeah. dishes don't get you know. Dad. They can stay. They, they can stay in there for a twenty-four hours. Torn's kind of like Dad slash landlord. Hey, thanks, yeah. Dad. Thanks for taking care of me all these years. <laughs> I don't care how she looks when I'm gone, but. Don't be a shithole when I get home. And we never, we always. I'd be tired. <laughs> we always hold it together. Yeah, the boys kill it, dude. It's honestly a good system. Yeah, we're a good system in there. We got a potentially yeah. new friend on the gondola with us. Yeah. Who who we have here? I'm Michael. Michael, where are you from? From Denver. The, from Denver. I see the icon pass. Uh, yeah. Goddamn. Trying to I'm figure out how I can get my stats going. How are the stats looking? Yeah, not good. I just got on the gondola for the first time. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get Gotta stats start somewhere. So how many Icon Resorts have you hit so far? That's the second one. What was the first? Eldora. Oh, nice. nice. Good mix. Hitting the good ones first. Yeah, plus it's only a 40-minute <laughs> drive from where I live. That's true. Well, welcome to Aspen. Thank you. Don't let, to be. Don't let everyone get anyone give you a hard time about the Icon Pass because everyone has it now. Yeah, it's seven days, dude. Everybody needs to stop crying. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We're here on a Monday and there's no crowds. Right up on the gondola. Walked right onto the gondola. Both runs. Might have been a different story right at 9 o'clock. You know, I was here at 9 a.m. and still walked pretty damn right onto the gondola. Nice. So it was good. That's great laps in so far. What's Chase the Milner's claim to fame around here? Um, most entertaining fishing guy in the valley by far. Yeah. If you want to have a good time and you want to go get a guided fly trip. Well, this is episode two, so we could start the advertisements. Right? It's about time. Let's get him going, baby. <clears throat> so how do, how do people get a hold of you that want to go? You know, mostly I. Float fish, the Roaring Fork, and the Colorado River all summer long. Kind of stepped away from the wade fishing quite as much. Do it in the swing seasons, you know, when the river's a little too high to to uh, to float during high water. <laughs> but it's always a good time out there. Always the catch winter? fish. We catch fish in the winter. If you get brave enough to brave the conditions out there, it's good. It's really How many good days fishing. a year do you fish for pow turns and then fish for fish? Um, we do the dual sport days every now and then, more when the springtime comes around and you can, you know, it's a little more, climate's a little more forgiving out there to go fishing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think this sir's claim to fame is? Chase the Milner? Outside of fishing and snowboarding. Most legendary Chase the Milner party moment. Oh goodness, don't, let's Whoa. leave those, let's <laughs> leave those left unsaid here folks. There's some good ones. Chase, where, where'd you just ride? Well, my day started off, I did uh, face to six, and then did bear paw in the dumps, it was good, and then went right back up six, got in between parries and last dollar, got some sins, I think you guys actually did that, but we got it before you, so, 
But uh, then I went back and then I did in between Perry's and Zog, which was also good. It's a great day out here. Like you said, not it's a like lot of 10 people. O'clock. How many laps have you taken? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep up, baby. Snowboarding. Jeez. <laughs> Do you remember the day that snowboarders were first allowed? On? I actually came to Aspen Mountain. I was five years old. I came with my dad. I still have a necklace with a snowboard hanging off of it. The first day they allowed snowboarders at Aspen Mountain. You were here. I was here. I and you were on a snowboard. At five years old, on a snowboard. Wow. It was awesome. That is amazing. Yeah, me and my daddy. What do you remember remember for that day? I remember... I mean, I was five years old, so I remember getting that necklace and having it... My dad was pretty fired up that we were finally snowboarding on Aspen Mountain. Because he had done it probably rogue at some point. He had definitely gone rogue to the bars from the cabin off the snowmobiles. I didn't even know it was that... Not that long ago. Yeah, it was like two, it was 2000. That's now, how, 2000. How old are you? I am 25 years old. So it was 20 years ago. It was 20 years ago, yes. Huh. Go figure. Look yeah. how far we've come. You're welcome. Yeah, now snowboards are faster than <laughs> skiers on that mountain. <laughs> now we're trying to keep up with skiers. Well, you know, really, you're welcome to all you skiers out there. <laughs> and they large snowboard shapes. You know, if you listen to Klaus Obermeyer, what he has to say, you know, snowboarding saved skiing, so... Wasn't that Jake Burton? You're welcome. No, Klaus Overmeyer said that. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's true. I think a lot of of people have the same opinion that snowboarding saved the ski industry. And he's a skier, so. Revived it up. Well, we have have you seen on ski? We basically ski like snowboarders. We have two huge sticks directly together. Directly together, just basically snowboarding forwards the whole time. I wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for snowboarding. That's for sure. That's true. You also could use one ski, you could use a monoski, that way you're standing in there forward and you only have one board. I have board. respect for monoskiers. Mono there's, some, there's some real Cindy monoskiers out here at Aspen Snowmass. It's just terrifying. When the spring comes out and the boots are hanging out and tarps are optional out here, you see a lot of monoskiers out here getting it in the springtime condition. Would you ever consider monoskiing? I mean, monoskiing tarps optional 100% getting at it? No, I would probably not. It actually looks borderline terrifying, honestly. Have you, sir, ever monoskied? Yeah, I still have one. You have one? I built my own in the early 70s. Wow. When they didn't have one. You're like the Jake Burton of the monoskiers. I'm not as old as (laughs) Klaus Obermeyer, but I started skiing when I was four in 1965. Where was that? In Austria on rope toes. (laughs) So we had like six kids on one rope toe and they were just uh, how us many, up a how little many mountain. gloves did you go through per season when the rope was going through your hands? Actually, you have a you kind of had a T-bar that uh, you had to yeah. hold on to, yeah, so yeah, not yeah, one yeah. that you sit not on. The so true you just, rope job. So you just hold on to it, and then you have six people lined up yeah. in a line, and then it goes up, and you only had one of those T-bars, and it went around. Holy so. man! Talk about some lift lines. That could get bad out there. Where in Austria was that? That was in the very east. It close to Graz. Nice. Torin, what's your favorite resort in Austria? Um, I've only skied two. Kitzsteinhorn two weeks ago and Hintertux twice. But Kitzsteinhorn was uh, the best of the two, in my opinion. I skied at... Uh, did you take the train up? Yeah, no, no, no. no. 
Not the tram, not the one that caught on fire. No, not that. Yeah, yeah we were just taking the, <laughs> the tram. But you can see the funicular that caught on fire yeah. from the gondola. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Is it still roasted? It's closed it's roasted, down. It's just like a, <laughs> a lot of people tunnel. died, right? Yeah, 160 or something. Holy cow! Yeah, they all made a mistake that they went. They tried to escape up. Yeah. But the heat, rises. it's like a, a chimney, yeah, sure. the heat goes up. So, so if you stayed on the bottom, you would have survived? If, if they would have debatable. come down, there, a couple people they, did. They, they would have oh, survived. Really? That's some, yeah. Yeah. That's some that severely rational thinking in a very tense moment. Yeah, that yeah. guy was a scientist. <laughs> Up or down? Yeah. The he first time I ever went on a funicular in Teen, France, we were sitting on there, and the person I was with, told me that story right then as we got on <laughs> on the very bottom I was 15 I was like no. oh my god we, we are going to die did he at least share with you that you guys would be going down if you had an yeah, emergency exit he told exit? us the strategy so yeah. at least we kind of knew but we were at the top of the train so that would have been a long way what ski resort was that at? Capron Capron right I've been to Capron they used to have the Austrian Open there however freestyle ski Chase, been to Austria? I've never been to Europe. Never snowboarded in Europe, and it's a, it's, it's definitely on the bucket list. It's a sure. damn shame. Trust me, you're gonna like it more even than here, which is hard to believe. Yeah, your you love know. for the app racing will really drive. I will shine till five o'clock in the morning <laughs> in fucking Europe. Snowboard Sorry. boots on. <laughs> oh, we can bleep it out. <laughs> this isn't live. Aiden, have you skied Europe? Nope. No. What brought you from the lovely ski hills of Europe to the flatlands of Colorado? Eh, long story, but in the end it was a girl. Oh, <laughs> oh is it? dog! <laughs> An American girl? American girl, yeah. Man, they'll get you, those American girls. Yep. <laughs> I did they the reverse. Right I did uh, a German girl. wife. And you're She's still out here. here. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I convinced her to come here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. nice. Nice. <laughs> But you have the option to go there, and he did live yeah. there for a few years. Yeah, I don't have a passport for the EU though. Yeah, one day. It's a little more difficult these days. Yeah, yeah Germany is not too bad. Oh, it's to cool. to get it for Germany, I think Germany is one of the easiest country to get That's a, to get a passport. That's a cool place. Oh, you guys, I gotta go back to work here momentarily. This is the life of a real ski bum. Yes, sir. You going back to plowing or what? Nope, I'm going back to clean a garage. How many jobs do you carry at the moment? That is all inclusive in one job. It's <laughs> my property management company that I just started. So if you need some help around the valley, let the kid know. You know? <laughs> What's the company called? It's called Elevated Estate Services. Elevated Estates EES. Yes, sir. Do you have a website? Uh, it's actually, yes, I do, but it's under construction. I need to take it down. So. I will. Well, by the time this podcast airs, yeah, elevated your company will be six years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. What was your name again, sir? Michael. Michael. Checking out with Chase and Torin and Aiden again. Got to cancel this one a little earlier than last time. It was hard to get suited up in time. So this time we're we ready to get started. We got ski, baby! <laughs> we got a snowboarder to keep up with. Let's do it. Thanks, Chase. Yes, sir.